Hi, this is Ben Walters, International Business Development Manager for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. This is Neil Jansen, Director of the AEDC's Asia Office. This is Cornelius Schnitzler, the Director of AEDC's Europe Office. And you're listening to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics and trends in economic development with subject matter experts and influencers from across the nation and around the world. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast. This is Clark Cogbill. I serve as Director of Marketing for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. We're recording today's podcast, as we always do, from Lucky Dog Audio in downtown Little Rock. International business is thriving in Arkansas. Close to 200 foreign-owned firms with hundreds of locations across the state employ about 36,000 Arkansans. From timber companies to manufacturing businesses to the aerospace industry, there is a significant international presence in Arkansas. Arkansas has plenty to offer, including a low cost of doing business, in fact, the fourth lowest in the United States, competitive taxes, and a strong and talented workforce. Not to mention, Arkansas is a great place to call home with beautiful outdoor amenities and a low cost of living. But putting Arkansas on the radar screen of international companies takes a lot of time and effort by a dedicated team with experience fostering relationships with contacts across the globe. To give you some behind-the-scenes insights into Arkansas's international business development strategies, today I'm going to be talking with the folks whose job it is to travel the globe, navigate a wide range of cultures, and communicate in multiple languages. I'm talking about the Arkansas Economic Development Commission's International Business Development Team. Joining us from Osaka, Japan, Neil Jansen, AEDC's Asia Office Director. And from Washington, D.C. today, Dr. Cornelius Schnitzler, AEDC's Europe Office Director. And here in the studio with me is Ben Walters, AEDC's International Business Development Manager. Neil, Cornelius, and Ben, welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Great to be here. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be Thank here. Thank you for the invite. First question goes to Ben Walters. Uh, ben, if you would, give us an overview of what the AEDC International Business Development Team does. Clark, thank you. It's a pleasure to join you on the Arkansas Inc. podcast today. The role of the AEDC International Business Development Team is to assist international companies make the right investment decisions. We ensure that locating in Arkansas strengthens the company's competitiveness around the world while simultaneously enhancing Arkansas's economy. Our activities and tools include identifying buildings and site locations to meet company needs, engaging community leaders across the state, providing infrastructure assistance, guidance on performance-based incentives, permitting assistance, and utility guidance. Overall, we aim to provide a single point of contact for our international partners. Well, that's a lot, and your territory is all over the world. That's correct. Also, Ben, a follow-up question. Give us an overview of what kind of impact international companies have on the state of Arkansas. International companies are an integral part of Arkansas's economy. Arkansas has approximately 200 international companies with hundreds of locations across the state and employ over 36,000 Arkansans every day. So, obviously, that's a big impact on the economy of the state. Now, a question for everybody. How did you become involved with economic development for the state of Arkansas? What's, what's your origin story? I'll start with Cornelius. 
Thanks so much for having me today, Clark. And um, yeah, before joining ADC, I worked on uh, business feasibility studies for international investment projects. And obviously in that line of work, um, you meet quite a few international law firms and consultancies. And obviously you spend a lot of time with them. And during business dinners, a few of these law firms uh, that actually have offices in the Southeast shared their experience working in economic development projects um, in collaboration with state EDOs. So obviously you spent a lot of time with uh, these law firms working these projects. And um, I actually was in contact with the law firms that have offices in the Southeast. And these lawyers actually shared their experience working on economic development projects in collaboration with uh, state EDOs. So being pretty familiar with the US, having studied at UCLA, having relatives in California, Arizona, and Montana. Well, I thought it uh, would be an exciting opportunity to work for USAID for a pro-business governor and obviously for a pro-business secretary of commerce. The timing was right. I interviewed for a job in Berlin, Germany, and obviously had a great onboarding experience uh, thanks to all my colleagues at AADC and, well, specifically, Danny Games, Lenka Harakawa, and uh, Bentley Story back then. Well, we're certainly glad you're part of the team. Neil, how about you? How did you get started and, and what led you to uh, the state of Arkansas? Right. Well, I'm originally from Arkansas and I moved to Japan after graduating from the U of A. Uh, I also did a year studying international business and economics uh, in Osaka. Uh, and then I took a role in strategy and operations with Walmart International not long after they'd acquired a Japanese retailer. Um, then back in 2010, a representative from the AEDC named Mark Haber visited the head office in Tokyo. We got uh, acquainted, and uh, I transitioned to my role with the AEDC about a year after that. And how long have you lived in Japan, Neil? Uh, this year makes 16 years total. Wow. Uh, and Ben, how about you? Thanks, Clark. Throughout my life, I I've traveled the world and ended up taking some international positions uh, living in multiple hemispheres around the world. Um, after spending about a little over 10 years abroad, I was back to visit here in America. And uh, some of us who were originally from Arkansas were looking at ways to contribute to the state of Arkansas. And after looking into some different opportunities, I eventually ended up meeting the good people at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission and was pretty excited about the opportunity to, to make a tangible contribution to strengthen the economy and, just as importantly, the perception of Arkansas internationally. So here's a follow-up question for each one of you. What does it take to be a good international developer? How about you, Neil? Well, having a strong interest in global economics, business, and politics, and the flexibility to adjust to different cultural environments are all really important, I'd say, while also keeping close track of any big shifts in the business climate back home in Arkansas. Um, of course, foreign language skills are important, too, because of the nuance in spoken language, and that even uh, transitions you know, into body language also. Um, you even have different technical jargon and even units of measurement that are unique to certain countries. So all in all, I would say those are some of the, the, the top ones. And Cornelius, anything to add to that? Uh, Neil almost said it all. Um, yeah, I think uh, 
a background in economics, business, policy, a master's degree, being fluent in uh, in at least two languages. Um, I think that obviously helps a lot. Being able to work independently, the ability to deliver exceptional results in a very dynamic environment obviously uh, would would help you a lot. String, strong interpersonal skills, analytical skills, being a team player. If you served in the military or if you enjoy playing a team sports, you understand how critical preparations, detail, strategy, and teamwork is to deliver exceptional service, and in our case, to businesses and Arkansans. Obviously, having a U.S. work experience, uh, possibly uh, spend some time at a U.S. college helps you a lot. And in the case of Europe, obviously, the transatlantic relationship, being familiar with the topics discussed, specifically trade, uh, within, I would say, the last 10 to 20 years, obviously help. And uh, yeah, last but not least, having a supportive family, obviously, is very important. Um, we travel a lot. Uh, having an understanding wife, uh, you know, at times you might leave for a three-day business uh, trip and, uh, yeah, due to unforeseen circumstances, you end up traveling for two weeks. So, obviously, yeah, having a supportive family is, is exceptional. And Cornelius, I know you enjoy taking long driving trips, so sometimes you extend some of your business trips uh, and drive across the United States. Yeah, that's true. Um, obviously, it's great to see uh, to see a lot of the state of Arkansas, surrounding states. You know, get a feel for the comp- competition out there, and obviously getting acquainted with the state of Arkansas. So, um, yeah, you might actually meet me in northwestern Arkansas, uh, checking out new restaurants, or in southern Arkansas, um, yeah, visiting a golf course. And Ben, how about you? I'm sure all your time spent traveling and working internationally has has really helped you in your role now at AEDC. Absolutely. Thanks, Clark. Um, Neil and Cornelius hit on the major points. For the three of us, I think that, you know, all of our interest in business, economics, politics, history, um, and understanding cultures is is a very important part in why we all work together as a good team. Um, With that being said, I think Cornelius mentioned planning, being strategic, and we do that. But when we're traveling, when we're working with international companies and representatives of those companies, we learn that flexibility, uh, the ability to adapt are very important skills. So change is the norm when you're an international business developer. That's correct. Change changes the norm, constant change. All right, next question for Neil. What are some of the recent Arkansas economic development success stories to come from Asia? So over the past 12 months, we've had announcements from Toyota Tsusho, which is a major Japanese conglomerate on a new metals recycling plant in North Little Rock. And a lot of that output is going to be used for EV battery production, which is an emerging sector in the U.S. Sure. Uh, An Indian company called Wipro is planning a new IT service center in Sherwood that will employ up to 400 people. And most recently, Riceland Foods, which is in partnership with Japan's Itochu Corporation, uh, they've announced expansions to facilities in Jonesboro and Stuttgart. So throughout 2021, despite you know some challenges from the pandemic, right. we have seen sustained foreign direct investment from the APAC region. That's great. And Cornelius, I'll ask you the same question. Uh, what recent Arkansas success stories uh, have come from Europe? 
So there are tons of projects that you could mention. Nestle, for instance, announcing a $100 million investment in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Uh, Lanxess, a publicly traded company, uh, yeah, filling positions during um, the pandemic, investing in the community, supporting local causes. Last month, I had the opportunity to attend the SHOT Show in Las Vegas as part of the Arkansas delegation led by Governor Asa Hutchinson and Secretary Mike Preston. And we met with Arkansas-based companies. And one of the companies was Fiocchi, an Italian manufacturer of small caliber ammunition. And that company announced in the summer of 2020 that they would invest $15 million and hire 85 highly skilled employees. And today, and this is a really amazing story, the company has over 180 employees. And that's a great testament to the talented workforce and the great business environment that we have in Arkansas. And it was good to see you at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, Cornelius. And now back to Neil. In your experience, What are international business executives surprised to learn about Arkansas? Lots of business people are surprised to learn about the scope and importance of the aerospace industry in Arkansas. Uh, it's a sector that generates about a billion dollars a year, and it accounts for around 20% of our total exports. So it's great that we're raising awareness of our capability in the sector and concentration of engineers and mechanics in Arkansas. Um, and another big one is Arkansas's K-12 computer science education program, which has been, in my mind, one of the hallmark policies of the governor's administration. Right. And it's really raised our profile globally since tech skills are still in such high demand. That's great to know. And Cornelius, what kind of feedback do you get from uh, business executives in Europe uh, about Arkansas? Um, generally speaking, I think... Uh Executives are really surprised to learn how invested the state is in attracting new businesses to Arkansas. Uh, the quality team that Arkansas has in place in Little Rock, across the world, in local communities, working with international investors, they're really surprised to learn that uh, the governor, the secretary, our deputy director travel across the world Uh, to Asia, to Europe, drive thousands of miles in these places to actually attract investment and meet with the prospects. I think they're also surprised to learn um, the level of talent that we have in the state, the ability to attract and retain that talent, and obviously the southern hospitality, how welcoming communities are to foreign investors, to businesses that want to create jobs, and obviously to the people that these businesses send over to work at, at the locations. Ben, you and I were talking about this earlier today. You obviously, as an international business developer, you have a huge region. So how do companies find you and how do you find them? Absolutely. That's a great question that we receive almost every time we're, we're having conversations with people. Um, there's a number of different ways that we do it. Most, most importantly is our strategic international offices. We've located them in, in Berlin and in Tokyo because of our historical investments from those countries and those regions of the world. And through those offices, they're able to to be on the ground and in touch with people in those areas of interest. Here in the U.S., we work closely with the U.S. Department of Commerce, and through them, the International Trade Agency runs a program called Select USA. The Select USA Summit 
which takes place in the summer each year in Washington, D.C., is a great resource for us. Tens of thousands of investors from around the world are brought together to meet economic developers from the various states in the U.S. They also have programs traveling around to different countries of interest in the world. On this end, uh, I really like to link up with industry and policy bodies like the American Chambers of Commerce in Japan and Korea, uh, Enterprise Singapore, the Kadon Ren, AmCham Australia, the Confederation of Indian Industry, and so on. So industry groups like these are great for connecting with member companies, and a lot of those member companies are also globally focused. Um, Arkansas is also a charter member of the American State Offices Association of Japan uh, and a member of a similar group in Korea. So we're holding lots of business seminars and networking through those groups, too. Another good way is to attend conferences, either in person or online, including Select USA, and talk directly to reps of companies you think would be a good fit for Arkansas. And when we have executive level delegations from Arkansas visiting Asia, those are good times to do roundtable sessions with execs from a target sector or a specific sector. And Cornelius, how about you? How do you find business opportunities and how do they find you in Europe? Well, I mean, there's a lot of legwork involved. I think uh, what Neil just mentioned, what Ben mentioned, uh, going to trade shows, talking to company representatives at these trade shows, getting connections, obviously talking to local chambers, um, building contacts, engaging uh, international site selectors and law firms. These are all avenues and tools that we use to get in, in contact with possible investors. The U.S. Foreign Commercial Service obviously is a great support, a great tool for us, a great avenue to actually meet, let's say, with companies in Italy at investment events, meet with companies in Munich, uh, in Germany, and uh, yeah, build these connections uh, that you need in order to succeed in a very competitive environment. But definitely a lot of work making contacts, fostering those contacts, going to trade shows. Uh, these guys work hard. All right, so at the end of the day, what are some of the reasons that internationally based businesses ultimately choose to do business in Arkansas? What are some of the common themes? Neil, I'll start with you. Stability is a big one in many ways, whether that's the stability of the grid or IT infrastructure, but also the stability of the state's finances and overall economy. Arkansas has always kept a balanced budget, and the AEDC and the Department of Commerce give access to the know-how and the resources that help any business succeed. Also, a cost-efficient business environment with quick access to most major markets in North America is another huge draw for Arkansas, especially now with supply chain stability still at the top of everybody's mind. Sure. So all in all, you know, Arkansas offers a stable, centrally located, cost-effective business climate with a tech-savvy workforce, and those are all of the key ingredients that international companies are looking for. Cornelius, what would you add to that? What do you hear? What are some of the common reasons that businesses ultimately choose Arkansas? I think a major topic right now is uh, the availability of talent. Um, the ability to hire and retain talent is exceptional in Arkansas. We learned that from existing investors, talking to companies on the ground. So I think this is a major, major um, 
yeah, advantage for Arkansas. A great regulatory environment and a very speedy permitting process. That is compared to Europe, it's it's amazing how fast we work uh, in regards to permitting in the state. A competitive corporate tax rate and energy costs are also high on that list. And I think, and that is really important, welcoming communities and great state support that we offer to to international investors. So Neil and Cornelius really covered the, the, the top reasons for why a business executive would choose to locate in Arkansas. But uh, a central theme that we see in all of this is it's really it's the people. We have a strong, talented workforce. We're collaborative. We work together to make each other successful. And that's something that is often lost in other locations. Um, as the locals say, we're a one phone call state. You call any of us and we can go find you the answer. And that's just something you don't find other places. I'm glad you brought that up. I hear the theme of collaboration a lot uh, as being a really a, a strength of the state. So guys, you know, when you're responsible for Europe and you're responsible for Asia and Ben, you know, maybe the whole earth, <laughs> how do you navigate cultural differences and geopolitics in your roles across different countries. Let's start with Cornelius. Sure. Um, let me start with the uh, the more challenging question: geopolitics. I think um, obviously we're in a, I'm in a very privileged position um, being responsible for Europe. So um, Europe, obviously, um, we are all partners and allies. Uh, long historical ties. If you look at the United Kingdom, if you look at France, obviously, if you look at Germany, so. Um, Europe and the United States obviously share common values. There might be differences in opinion regarding certain policies, but there's more that unites us than actually divides us. Trade policy has been a recurring topic in transatlantic relations, so I think it's best to explain the current state of the trade uh, of trade analyze different standpoints from an analytical perspective and highlight the state's tools to mitigate certain perceived challenges. Neil, how about you? Yeah, this is a broad question just because of how diverse cultures and geopolitical situations among and within Asia-Pacific countries really are. It's crucial to know how to approach people in different roles in an organization based on seniority. Uh, to understand how strict or lax a culture is on things like communication, timing, protocol, and so on. And you also have to consider current and past relations among countries in the region, uh, which range from very friendly to very frosty, and make sure that everybody feels equally welcome at the table as they consider doing business in Arkansas. All right, final question for each of you. What is your favorite activity, restaurant, or destination in Arkansas. You can choose one and just tell us what it is, where it is, why you like it. Uh, we'll start with Ben. Well, Clark, that's that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be mean, an easy question. I mean, Arkansas is such an amazing state. Where do you begin? Uh, I mean, there's so much to choose from. But, uh, you know, I want to say that Arkansas is so diverse um, as far as its geography of mountains, river valleys, lakes, delta, the river delta. Uh, multiple rivers, and uh, even the piney woodlands in the south. Um, so how do you choose? We're each, some of us each uh, have different preferences. Um, but for me, 
if I were to choose a favorite activity, it's it's being with my friends. And when I'm with my friends, it's going to involve being outdoors, where we'll you're most likely find us on some trails, running, hiking, mountain biking, or maybe on the water, kayaking, canoeing, or fishing. You know, we're we're just so fortunate here to have so many options within a short drive wherever you live in the state. Indeed. Neil, how about you? Right, yeah. And as Ben said, it's really hard to choose just one. You know, there are so many great activities you can do in Arkansas that account for our overall quality of place and life. Personally, uh, I love getting out on our lakes, especially DeGray Lake and Washita, uh, hiking and camping up in the Ozarks, going to see live shows, and really just all seeing all of the new amenities and development in each part of the state whenever I can get back home for a visit. Cornelius, how about you? A favorite activity, restaurant, or destination in the natural state? There are just tons of things to do. And um, I mean, if you ask my colleagues, uh, if you ask Ben where to find me, uh, you'd probably find me checking out hunting gear at the store in Little Rock, uh, the community bakery trying to, uh, well, buying a cup of coffee and uh, spotting a sitting U.S. senator. Uh, I like visiting the Capitol, Capitol grounds. Northwest Arkansas is amazing. The restaurants at Bentonville Square are great. The museums, Crystal Bridges. Um, El Dorado, um, you know, I love hamburgers. So there's a little place called the Minuteman. So um, Ben took me yes. by. Um, Rosie's uh, Pot and Kettle in Little Rock, another great hamburger place. And obviously, there's a lot of things uh, still to do. So there's the U.S. Marshals Museum in Fort Smith that I haven't had the chance yet, but I'm planning on going, catching a ball game at the Bud Walton Arena after that great resounding win uh, the other night over the number one ranked team in the nation. And the atmosphere, I think that's on the top of the list. And Go Hawks. Yeah, exactly. And um, obviously, and, and yeah, that's more like a family plan that I'm yeah, pursuing. So I would like to attend a Christmas event with my family at the governor's mansion. There are quite a few uh, opportunities, you know, to bring your kids, uh, experience the joy of, of the holidays. So yeah, those are yeah the things yet to do that I still have to do. Well, you guys all listed some excellent things to do and places to go and things to eat. Uh, I ask you to choose your favorite and you gave me a list. So that just says, uh, speaks to how many things there are to do and see in the state of Arkansas. I want to thank my guests today for participating in the Arkansas Inc. podcast, the international business team of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission, Neil Jansen, the director of AEDC's Asia office, Dr. Cornelius Schnitzler, director of AEDC's Europe office, and Ben Walters, international business development manager also on the AEDC team. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clark Cogbill, Director of Marketing for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. For more information about AEDC, visit ArkansasEDC.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.